welcome back to a stubborn soul hello so we previously recorded this and we had many technical errors so we're doing it again <laughs> well, we're newbies, forgive us. So last time we talked about Nana's medical journey and everything that he went through. And I think this time we want to explore more personally like who Nana was as a person and what he meant to us. Right? Yeah. So how would you describe Nana? very stubborn (laughs) (laughs) and if he lives with him day to day I think we would also find that he's very stubborn so the top three things about Nana are he's a little stubborn (laughs) morning day and night he's a very stubborn soul but he's never he's never mean he'll just express his disappointment calmly That's right. Throughout his life. And that's before he got sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he was a man that believed his actions spoke more louder than words. So what do you think he would want his actions to say about him? Like, what were the things that you think he would want people to remember him for? Well, he never gave up. And if he could indulge us in a bit of his history, since <laughs> you are after a little bit more than me <laughs> that's right so um, Nana grew up in a very poor place uh, in near Surat in India um, he actually was born in Nanpura and then the family moved to a place called Police Line because his father and uncle were both um, police officers and in Police Line they had no electricity they had a shared grew up that way with dreams of coming to America which seems like completely like out of reach for somebody in that situation especially at that time especially in Asia. yeah so he was poor he came from a family of people that had not even um, gone to high school much less college and he dreamed of getting educated and coming to America So the amazing thing though that I say is that he modeled his behavior to reflect that he was gonna go to America. So he would watch American movies, he would listen to American radio, um, he would use silverware, which if you're Indian, you know that you only use your hands. Um, He would use silverware and he would always act like he was gonna come to America. So even when he finished college, he refused to accept uh, any job interviews or accept any jobs because he always knew that he was going to 
then he came to America and he brought my mom and myself later. And uh, when we grew up, there were very few immigrants. There was not really an Indian presence. So it was very difficult to form a community and to establish yourself. And he went through a lot of difficulties. And despite those difficulties, he brought his entire family uh, to America. Um, he made sure that they always stayed encouraged. He supported us. Um, and now, you know, your mama and myself, we're independent, self-supporting people, contributing a little bit to society. <laughs> well, we would have definitely loved it now since uh, basically half the population is Indian. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, so it's, it's completely different now than it was. So I think, you know, given his background, the biggest thing that you can say is that he was stubborn. His belief to come here, he never stopped believing it. Despite people supported him on his idea of going to America. Europe. He seemed very stubborn, <laughs> so he didn't listen to anyone. <laughs> but he still got here. <laughs> Zero. Everybody kept saying, you know, you've, you're so educated, you're number one in your class, why are you, like, wasting all these opportunities? You're never going to be able to go to America anyway. And he still uh, said he was going to come here, and he did. He made it. the thing is that despite the fact that it wasn't smooth sailing when he came here he had his highs and lows you know one of his highs is that he was a NASA engineer um, and then despite that he never gave up faith in himself like we would think oh he's depressed or he thinks of all of these failures that he might have had because he's not probably reflecting on his life and go oh I could have been this or it could have been that but not Nana he always had total faith in himself and his own destiny he felt like he was born with the destiny to succeed no matter what so he never worried about any failure he never worried that he didn't have enough money he never worried that he couldn't like make it um, even like the first time that we actually went back to India he went with a lot of money and during that time money was stolen and he also found out that he lost his job despite that he never let us know any of that and he had a great time we toured all of north india including kashmir he came back is when he told us what had happened so i think none of us actually have that amount of confidence in ourselves the way he did and um it's just a false misconception like i told you guys i always thought my dad had some amount of depression that he didn't achieve things that I only realized now after he passed that he was never depressed about it. He just felt that it was another opportunity to succeed in a different way. And he never uh, doubted himself. He never doubted me. He never doubted you. He never doubted daddy. Like So it's amazing how much faith he had in all of us and what we have inside of ourselves to succeed. that we would know our worth. We're getting older. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like, you know, what do you think the greatest things were about him when he was alive? 
But yeah. Well, for me, um, they did help me a lot with um, not by like stealing anything, but mm-hmm. like being there because I, you know, someone else is in the room. They their presence is there, right? And I'm like, you kind of like you can you can read them. Like, you know, he's like calm and humble. He's a nice person. Mm-hmm. Be like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Like, I guess, uh, like a role model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how many of, of his of his characters do you think that you've adapted into your own life? Uh, I think he's the best. I might not be as calm to all people. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, I, I, I'd say like a good solid, um, like a, around four out of five or something. You're pretty calm. You're pretty calm. Compared to four. Uh, compared compared to, to anybody, either. actually. Compared to anybody around you, you're pretty calm. You don't blow up right away. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta control yourself. Yes. Because words, when you don't control them, are very painful. Right. So, what else have you tried to adapt into your life about him? Um, always having a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, never, never thinking like bad about yourself. Like, oh man, I didn't get to do this. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of leaving it in the past. Letting go. think that you adapted any of his bad characteristics? I might be stubborn. (laughs) (laughs) Hence the title. Yeah, or too stubborn, I suppose. Yes, yes. I think everyone needs a little bit of stubbornness in life. Yeah. Maybe a lot. Was there anything about Nana that you missed from before he was sick? Because he was not the same after. Well, I would love to see his father more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, he just has really good conversations. Even when he was sick, mm-hmm. he's, like, ending conversations with, oh, he's got a new shirt or something like that. <laughs> or, and he's, like, you know, he doesn't he doesn't talk much, so I expect it to be, like, something important, like, oh, my arm's feeling a little weak, can you help? Uh-huh. But no, he's just, he's just having, like, a nice conversation. He's humble. <laughs> humble yeah. guy. I mean, I definitely think that he didn't talk much before, but it would have been nice to be able to really know if he was having more pain or, or wanted more help because he always, always like with such a big smile on his face and always saying, yeah, everything's okay. So you never knew if it was or you not. Know anything. Yeah, I mean, he seemed happy enough. of the world to be nice people mm-hmm. think before you speak mm-hmm. maybe twice maybe once mm-hmm. 
tried one. What are you trying to clarify by deep using my filter? Because you kind of went off on a tangent. A little. Just, just be nice. Just be nice. Just be nice. It's, it's not that difficult. It is, though. It is hard to be, to yeah, be may, nice. Maybe in 20. Like, oh, yeah, it's 2022. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've written 2022 on my papers all day today. <laughs> I know. It's hard to remember it's 2023. So I think what you're trying to say is that as simple as it is, it's very difficult to be nice and that great leaders in the past who've told us that the main thing we should be is nice and kind and and do unto others as we would want done to ourselves were crucified and, and tormented. So it's, yeah. it's not an easy thing. And, and I think you're right. I think, you know, Nana's main thing is that he always felt that words should be spoken very carefully because they have the great potential to do harm and to hurt feelings and at the same time everything that he went through he went through with a smile he never said no he never like got angry at anybody he just accepted it and he tried his best you know up to the limit that he said of course yeah he didn't become the guy to like go for revenge yeah it happens it happens but he also like no matter how much you would push him to do more he always set his limits too. Yeah. He doesn't want to do too much, but he's not going to just be with them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's going to figure out what he wants to do, what he's not comfortable with. And I think that's also an important lesson for you. Don't, don't do stuff to the minimum, but don't do stuff to like the point where you get uncomfortable. Yeah. Where you're, you're hurting. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, this whole feeling that the realization that he never saw himself as a failure and I think that that's huge and I wish for both you and Urban that you would never see anything that happens to you as a failure as a personal failure because I've experienced that too much in my own life and I think I get hung up on that and I really you know one of the times between like residency and working and I got stressed out and and Papa was like you know why did you lose your happiness why'd you lose your smile you need to to know that things are going to work out and I'm like well you know you don't know the reality of the world and like there's so much pressure and all these responsibilities and you have to pay bills you have to do this and he always said like that's going to come but if you don't enjoy this moment then what's the point of it all anyway In retrospect, he is a lot smarter than us, and I think that it's not magical thinking. I think the foundation of what he, what he was trying to say is trust yourself, trust your abilities, and then trust also that the universe is not out to get you, that the universe is actually working with you. Yeah. 
Things are better. <laughs> perfect in my eyes. Uh, what was the hardest thing about taking care of him? Probably lifting him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about changing your socks? Cleaning bed stains <laughs> in my nose. Basically, getting through the day, you know, mm-hmm. without things happening, like him falling or mm-hmm. getting hurt somewhere, and just making it a little bit easier for his life while he stood on the trampoline with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I think about all the places we dragged Nana to, even when he could barely walk, that's a, that's <laughs> his problem. <laughs> and that way, we ended up with some nice memories, right? Disney, Atlanta, in Orlando. Um, we just took him. He had no choice. Just took him wherever we wanted to go because uh, he had to be with us always. So, thank you, Nana, for everything and for At least he wasn't in the No, no. And I, even though he may have resisted in the beginning, at the end he was happy he made the trip. <laughs> but at the end he was happy he made the trip. Happy that he made the trip with us, right? So thank you, Nana, so much for everything, and I hope that uh, we live up to these really simple philosophies and beliefs. Every day he was a winner in his book mm-hmm. of his life. That's how we should view ourselves. right we're winners exactly okay we're here's two winners signing off thank you so much for listening all right bye